This is Daily Politics, where we look into the ins and outs of everything Kenyan politics. We pull no punches and have no reason to sugarcoat anything that matters to Kenyans. My name is Gushun Dongo, editor Saturday Nation, and I'm joining the studio by the ever fresh. <laughs> My name is Oliver Madenge, a multimedia editor NTV. Okay, uh, Oliver, first, thanks. First, first and foremost, uh, <laughs> uh, Rosalind had decided to dump us and uh, go for the sun in uh, Europe. Uh, yeah, yeah, she actually uh, did a very interesting switch where she left us with cold weather here <laughs> <laughs> and went to a place where they really get the sun, <laughs> Europe and Germany. Yeah. I will miss her, like in Lazima, the beat must go on. And indeed, uh, Oliver, the beat went on yesterday. Uh, with the Ruto meeting youth uh, and uh, pledging a manifesto and trying to do a dance. <laughs> 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 trying his uh, operative word here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, trying is uh, uh, what he uh, always does. Yes, and I'm wondering, really, yeah, is the youth, we've been seeing reports that the youth is not going to make a big difference in this vote. Uh, and now that was buttressed by the by the IBC numbers that showed that the number of youth who have registered fell by 5%. In fact, now youth are only less, I think, 33% of the vote. Mm. Uh, do you think Ruzdo is into something or Niporojotu? I, I think uh, judging from opinion polls that we've seen in the past is that uh, most of the people who support Ruto are either women or young people. Yes. Uh, it's those ages uh, that uh, support him. And probably that is what he's trying to achieve. He's trying to see if he can be able to pull them uh, to mm -hmm. his side and ensure that uh, he creates this momentum that he had, he has had, uh, given that uh, he's, he's more youthful than uh, his opponent, uh, Raila Odinga. Yes, youth-looking. Youth <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah youth-looking and more youthful. Uh, even yesterday, he tried to dress like one of them uh -huh. uh, in sneakers and, uh, uh, you know, how young people dress. Yes. Yeah, yeah not old men like us. But <laughs> Speak for yourself, Oliver. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think one of the things that we have to agree is that uh, at the end of the day, the young people, people below 13 in this election, or not what below, do you mean 13? Uh, below, <laughs> <laughs> below 35. I was about to ask you where those ones will vote. <laughs> yeah, below 35 yeah. are 13 million of the 22 million. Yes. So they make a majority yes. of the voters. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, one of the things that uh, probably we have seen and what we have seen uh, Ruto doing is trying to entice them with the things that they do. Uh, for instance, uh, a lot of young people are the same people who are doing these uh, small, small jobs uh, because of the high unemployment in the country. Uh, a lot of young people are the ones who are doing, trying to make a living out of uh, the digital space, uh, YouTube, uh, vlogs, uh, podcasts, and all those things. Uh, a lot of young people have no opportunity to get into an office like you and I, and this has created a bubble that for him, he believes that if these people can believe in his agenda, probably he can do something for them. Mm. What I am afraid of and his promises of the youth is that this is a promise that was made by the Uhuruto government, which in is 2013. part of in 2013 when they have, been, they have been elected. We haven't seen a lot of progress in ensuring that the youth uh, are well-skilled, well-equipped for the future, and so we have to get an opportunity where uh, he has to do more than what 
this current government has done and that's what i'm afraid which is of. part of oh yeah which is <laughs> part of <laughs> so the failures of this government uh-huh. in terms of not having achieved help the the youth achieve their status in terms of uh, making a living for themselves fall on him also and so for me what i'm looking forward to is what are the practical things that are be going to be done for the youth don't tell us that you're going to spare 50 billion shillings to youth employment tell us how which areas are you focusing on and all those things so i i think it's a good thing it's a it's a nice nice thing to do during uh, campaigns <laughs> <laughs> but but then i'm wondering oliver and, and let's be honest here and this is the same debate we keep sometimes uh, going back to is uh, is there anything called the youth vote at the end of the day the same youth when they go to the ballot do they vote because they are youths or young people or do they vote because they are luo kikuyu bagusi uh, mijikenda when they go to the ballot do they define themselves as youth so we are voting for a youth candidate or do they go back to the old tribal cocoon because every we, we never see the youth vote per se we just see the same old tribal Uh, voting yeah I, is, is it yeah. worth the hassle i i, I think uh, one of the things that i always say when it comes to the youth vote is that uh, we are a very young country in terms of population wise uh, but are we ideologically ideologically we are not young <laughs> <laughs> ideologically, ideologically we just tribal yes our politics is very tribal our politics is all about mutuetu whether we like it or not at the end of the day that's what that's what happens for instance in this election all the youth in luonyanza will most likely vote for raila odinga all the youth in rift valley will most likely vote for william ruto you see yes the youth in mount kenya will be divided between mother karua and gashagua because both of them come from that region from, from that region yes and you see so we have not gotten to the point where we It's the same as the way we talk about the women vote. Yes. If, the, if there was a woman a woman uh, constituency, we would have had a woman president a long time a long ago time because ago, they yes. would vote as a as a block. As a but, block. but this has not happened. And so to answer your question in a simple way, the youth vote does not exist. What exists in this country is just backlandization of the youth or or the votes in terms of tribes, in terms of interests. At the end of the day most young people who are unemployed today will look at first mutuetu then secondly whose agenda is likely to benefit us so is it worth going for the youth vote as a politician you see as a politician you have to go for everyone <laughs> <laughs> and you have to lie to them also uh-huh. eh? you see you also have to lie to them and tell them that uh, we are going to do a bcd for you uh, we so uh, when uh, uh, as in northern kenya which something else i think we need to look at uh, where we had all the chaos that we saw you saw them promising some of the things that they were promising is they are not things that do not exist for for instance one of the reasons why we put in the constitution the equalization fund was to ensure that this what we call the the areas that had been the, the marginalized areas yes 
at par with the rest of the areas in the country mm-hmm. but what that what has happened with to that equalization fund i think the the fund has not yet been uh, been rolled out but definitely those guys get uh, they, they get they get they, more money they get more money because of the uh, of the because i think money is divided in addition to population the yeah. level of poverty there's land size yeah. uh, but i think that uh, oliver came about due to this thing we are calling um, uh, the azimio mix Uh, call it mchuzi mix where, <laughs> <laughs> where the 26 parties are actually fighting uh, among themselves because i think that chaos was brought because yeah, of odm and uh, udm yes uh, the, zoning. the zoning and i'm wondering with ud uh, with azimio saying that they are going to make other candidates drop uh, ones who are not strong and we even saw yesterday bahati oh my god mm-hmm. uh, uh, crying uh, literally <laughs> <laughs> because of the same and in such places where tensions are so high and where one clan is, is about clans one clan has invested in this candidate mm. with uh, who has uh, this and this uh, party how difficult or how easy is it going to be to implement zoning and make sure azimio wins in such areas because if not we'll see much of that violence uh, happening especially in the north mm. I, i i think one of the things that uh, people forget i think politicians are not good students of history <laughs> well, they just i think they know they just choose to ignore <laughs> it <laughs> because uh, one of the issues that was there during uh, the first marriage of oruto uh, uh, mm-hmm. in 2012 was the zoning yes uh it between uh, URP and TNA yes, yes. Uh-huh. and it was until the two gentlemen intervened that people started making a lot of noise yes and they intervened in uh, promising people jobs here and there mm-hmm. and so uh we still had a lot of disgruntling that happened after that and that's why in uh, towards 2017 they came up with the issue of the jubilee party because they knew if now you are you are nominated by jubilee party you are not you are not tna or urp you are or, one you are or, jubilee nominee or, or eugene's new ford kenya mm. you see you are one jubilee party and so what is happening now and you have seen it even uh, you've seen in kirinyaga uh, the people in kirinyaga have told mother karua you you have you already have a position in azimio yes, yes. leave us alone yes. and actually withdraw your candidate <laughs> candidate for yes, 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 and, and, and you, you see uh what i don't advocate for in this country is that issue of putting people in baskets mm-hmm. in political baskets whether it's a coalition or it's a political party i don't advocate for that because what happens is we have had situations where a place like madare for instance look at it we have the labor party guys making noise we have the jubilee candidate mm-hmm. uh, bahati is making noise a uh, lot is in uh, odm yes, is the yes. one been favored yes 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 you see yes what tells you you see we know odm is the the the, the firstborn yes, in azimio yes. in azimio yes yes, yes. the older sibling yes. yes and so odm can bully other parties yes to ensure that eh, they take that that position or take that their candidate to be the one representing as a yes. and you see what that does is that uh, voters and do not have a variety of choice when it comes to leaders yes where voters would be not be happy with the ODM candidate probably because he has served them 
and they they are not happy with him we, we are with, with what they have seen actually yes. Yes, yes yes and then the other candidates do not have an opportunity even to sell their agenda because now they are being told sit back and let us uh, have this other guy mm. uh, and, and and i think personally i think uh this thing is going to affect uh, azimio in a big way because let's just take the example of mathare Uh, but uh, despite his cries <laughs> had his supporters yeah yes <laughs> his supporters the other guys have their supporters so if bati is forced to withdraw for instance and his supporters stay at home mm-hmm. and his uh, campaign team stays at home or joins uh, Kenya joins Kwanza. Kenya Kwanza you f- you see now the votes that bati would have mobilized Uh, for his supporters to go to the ba- ballot box and vote for him and once they vote for bahati they also vote for maybe baba mm. once they vote for another candidate they'll vote for baba yeah. so if we force everybody to step out and have only an odm candidate that means bad supporters may not show up on the ballot because their candidate is not, not uh, is not there mm. so the baba may end up losing some votes because the more y- you have more people in your coalition drumming up their supporters to show up the higher the they are the the chances of turnout yeah turnout and you see these elections one of the other things that people are forgetting is that this election will be decided by the turnout yes we have two equally strong forces forces and we have a situation where the turnout will determine who actually is the one who is going to win this election because uh look for instance at a place like mount kenya in mount kenya the higher the turnout the higher the votes yes so if you as a mere people feel like uh, they are being forced to do something and they don't turn out who are going to turn out of course it's kenya kwanza supporters yes exactly and then where you give mileage to william ruto because now he'll be ahead in terms of the votes that have been garnered and i like the way kenya kwanza is doing it in kiambu They are saying let them all go out there and slug it out. <laughs> so that Kabogo brings his voters, yeah. or Matangi brings his voters, mm-hmm. Kuria brings his voters, Django that, brings his voters and, when they get there. And, <laughs> and you see that's why people like one uh, William Kabogo is running away because now he has seen he thought that uh, Ruto would go and campaign either for him because he feels that he's the most senior person. But yes, yes. Ruto's party has his own candidate. <laughs> Who is <a> Matangi? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thanks a lot. Uh, that has been our today's edition of uh, the daily podcast. Uh keep listening. I'd always go to uh, www.ntvkenya.co.ke uh, or uh, nation.africa and uh, you can catch a glimpse of all our upcoming or our past episodes and also our upcoming episodes. Thank you. <laughs>